Hello and welcome to the Sports Comedy Show. I'm Paul Salerno, the creator and host of the show, and this is another edition of Talk Radio. Today's theme will be the AFC. Today's date is Hump Day, Wednesday, December 23rd, two days until Christmas. Merry Christmas. Exciting week. The NBA has uh, tipped off. Last night they had the opening game, opening ceremonies for the Lakers. They got the ring, but not a banner. I'll go into that in a minute. We got football on Christmas Day Friday. Three games on Saturday, then a full slate on Sunday. But first, it's Paul on Talk Radio. says meet the new boss same as the old boss and uh, that's where we're at in football believe it or not is who's carrying the torch the new boss would be Patrick Mahomes won the Super Bowl last year but not the MVP the old boss Aaron Rodgers who's won a Super Bowl and the MVP though Aaron Rodgers is in contention for another MVP Patrick Mahomes is probably in contention as well, but seeing how he's on a team where everybody's an MVP, might not get in the spotlight. Josh Allen has been another name thrown up there. He's certainly been a big surprise and a big success to Buffalo. But the new boss, Aaron uh, Patrick Mahomes, going up against the old boss, Aaron Rodgers, that very well could be a a, um, Super Bowl uh, showdown if it gets there. We'll have to keep an eye on it. And uh, see how it plays out. All right, as I mentioned, NBA has tipped off. So let's do a little sports recap. And then uh, we're going to talk about the AFC for a few minutes. But the uh, NBA tipped off. Lakers um, had their ring ceremony last night. But they um, held back from um, re- for showing the banner. And they're doing this because there's no fans in attendance. So they're going to wait till the fans come back before they uh, unveil the new banner. I think that was an incredible decision, and, and, and I think it's a hell of a gesture. That makes all the sense in the world. Have some ceremony, get the rings, let the players get hyped on the rings. But that banner really is for the crowd, and it is a special moment whenever you walk into a, um, into a uh, arena and you look up and you see that your team has won it one year. It's something you always look back and reflect on. I recall um, many times walking into the Fabulous Forum. Used to have season tickets to the Lakers and Kings back in the Fabulous Forum and always looking up and seeing those Lakers banners up there. It was special. Now the Kings have banners in the uh, Staples. Sadly, they didn't win in the Forum. I was there one year when Gretzky and the Kings were in the finals, but they lost, I think it was to the Canadians. But nonetheless, the banner is a special thing. So the, <clears throat> they're holding that back. I think that was just really big. But the Lakers uh, won it last year, won it handily, and um, they got their rings. And we start a new season as quick as it was. God, it just seems like they won last week. In reality, it was only about a week or two, or about a month or two ago since they won, probably two months. 
Um, so it didn't have a full off season, but the new season moves on. And when you got a new season moving on, you, you got to, you know, go forward. And so the Lakers, they won it last year, so they want to see if they can do victory once again. Let's check in with Robert Duvall and see what he says about this. Thank you, Robert. Robert Duvall reminding us that the smell of napalm in the morning smells like gasoline. The smell. The smell of victory. Well, so the Lakers started their season. They were looking to be victorious on their opening night at home with their ring ceremony with no banner. But they played their nemesis, the Los Angeles Clippers, who also um, take attendance there in the same building. Now, it was a home game for the Lakers, but... It was the Clippers who came out and, and uh, started the new season with the smell, the smell of victory. Clippers take down the Lakers 116 to 109. Kind of a bummer for the Lakers as they were looking to, uh, you know, put the icing on the cake for their big night. Good thing there was no fans in attendance um, because they simply laid an egg. So as we look at <clears throat> the new season, it one game in, there was a lot of moves in the offseason, and everybody talked about how incredible the Lakers did in the offseason, and I'm sure at some point it'll come to be that that's the case. But people didn't talk too much about what the Clippers did in the offseason, and they beefed up, and where they beefed up was right in the center. They went and got Serge Ibaka, and Serge Ibaka fit nicely with the Clippers last night. Now, on the other side of the ball, the Lakers, they too beefed up in the center. Superman's gone. Mark Casal is now the center. He did not fit in well. It's only one game. Well, sure he gets there. Mark Casal is a quality player, but he didn't have any points. But the Clippers did. Serge Ibaka fit right in, and he fit well with Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, who both had big nights. So the difference here was four out of the five starting Clippers were in double points. Um... Even Patrick Beverly, who started, got 10 points. It's a guard. Paul George, 33 points. Kawhi, 26. The only one who uh, was short of 10 was Nicholas uh, Batum with only three points. But the point is, four out of five of your starters, and then their bench had two of their the two boys off the bench, Zubak and Lou Williams, were also double digits. That's a round balanced, a round, you know, a round balanced offensive attack, and that's what wins games. Let's look at the Lakers. Well, of course, Anthony and LeBron had big games, but Marcus Gasol didn't score none. Catavius Coldwell Pope only got nine. He couldn't get to double digits. So they didn't. They only had three of the five starters in double digits. Their uh, their bench. I uh, don't know what happened to Caruso. He only had three points. He's he usually comes up bigger. Kuzma did have fifteen, and they're working in newbies now. You know, so we had Harrell and Morris. Um, the Lakers just didn't fit. It's only one game. We're not going to play Monday morning quarterback on the fact that they lost. It was a championship hangover. Uh, the Clippers have a statement to prove because they fell off last year in that in the playoffs in that terrible game seven. They do have a new coach.
they look good. And uh, hopefully they can stay good and uh, give the Lakers a run for their money. But NBA's underway. Congratulations to the uh, NBA to, um, to get going. Uh, the, it's going to be a shortened season, 72 games this year. Um, we'll see how that plays out. We'll see if we can get 72 games. I'm not going to go much more into the NBA other than the fact that it's underway and we will start tracking it and talking about it here on the Sports Comedy Show. Now, let's get to that um, theme. And today's theme is the AFC Conference. AFC, home of your Super Bowl champion, Kansas City Chiefs. One of the tougher divisions, the toughest conference, much better on paper than the NFC. Um, Kansas City, Buffalo, Pittsburgh, Tennessee are your AFC leaders. Your potential wild carders, Cleveland, Indianapolis, and Miami. Keep in mind the new playoff format this year. There'll be three wild card teams, not two. Um, besides those three on the cuff, Cleveland, Indian, Miami, there's one team outside the cuff who's uh, statistically has a better chance, and I'm going to cover that, and that's the Baltimore Ravens. And I think that's where we'll start, is the fact that on that last playoff spot, Miami and Baltimore, Miami is on the inside, but they both have the same record. So if the season ends today, Miami gets there by way of tiebreaker, but everybody likes Baltimore on this one. And the reason being is the schedule. And the schedule uh, with the two games left uh, truly favors Baltimore over Miami. Miami's got, um, Miami's got to go into Las Vegas. And then they got to finish the season at Buffalo. And now Miami controls their, their destiny. If they win both, then they're in. But... Um, it's not going to be easy to go into Vegas, who can play the role of the, of the um, spoiler. You know, technically, I don't think they're mathematically out yet, the Raiders. But um, And don't get me wrong, we're in Vegas. I love the Raiders because they're our home team. But, and, but because they're not mathematically out, um, this is what we have to say about the Las Vegas Raiders' chances of going to the playoffs. Here we go. That's right, people. We can just flush them right down the toilet. The Raiders aren't going nowhere. Um, so they get to play the role of the spoiler, and uh, maybe they can, uh, you know, make things a little bit harder for the Dolphins. As I was saying, the Dolphins are on the inside, but the Ravens are, are on the outside, or just two games back, and the Ravens do have a better schedule. So um, we're, we're going to see how that plays out. It, it'll be fun and exciting to watch. Let's be, before we get into the playoff mix, as I said, this is AFC. I'm going to talk about these teams here, and um, we'll kind of go over them, and then we'll finish up with that uh, final playoff thought as well. Kansas City, 13-1. They are uh, they're in the top of their division. They're going to uh, win. They've already clinched it, I believe. They've already clinched the AFC West. They did that a week or two back. Um they they are clearly in the driver's seat. Keep in mind, we only get one 
bye. So they are they are 13 and one. If Buffalo wins the next two games, they still get the tiebreaker. Um, if if uh, if Pittsburgh wins their next two games and Kansas City lose, that would be the only way they would not get that first place seed. That's not going to happen. Kansas City is going to cruise into the number one seed. Kansas City will get that first week by Kansas City, the best team in football. About the only uh, um, hiccup or bump in the road is unfortunately Kansas City is now dealt has been dealt an injury, and they've been pretty fortunate all year. They haven't had many injuries, um, and they're so deep. If they lose one person, it's not the end of the world. But uh, uh, Clyde Edwards Hilari did go down um, with an injury. I think it was the, the the leg or the knee, and he they're hoping he'll be back before the playoffs are out, but uh, he will sit out the rest of the season, and uh, hopefully he can return. But uh, if you look at the rushing games, well, first of all, without him, that just means Patrick Mahomes can run the ball more because he is the big runner. Um, it's going to be interesting to see because now they're going to have to go to Darrell Williams and um, see how he can do in, in the rushing, in the bigger picture. It, it, I, I don't think it matters because Patrick Holmes loves to to run so or run so much. He's still got everybody on the receiving core. He's got Travis Kelsey, Tyree Kill, Demarcus Robbins. Um, they're just a better team, and um, I look for them to. Even though Clyde, uh, even though Edward Solari is out, um, not for the whole season, but for until the playoffs, I don't think it matters. I still think they're the best team in the AFC. I clearly think they're the best team in football. I do truly believe that they are on their own level. Um, Buffalo and, uh, and Indy and who else? Tennessee are on that next level, but they are one level below them. So let's talk about that next level, as I just mentioned, which is um, some good football teams. The Colts, Tennessee, and Buffalo. Buffalo, what a season. 11-3, they win the AFC East. First time they've won the AFC East in 25 years. Congratulations to them. Um, I did send out a season's greeting email campaign and uh, gave uh, Buffalo a big thumbs up. Hopefully you guys saw that. If you didn't, that means you're not on the mailing list or you're not checking your email. And Well, I'm even I'm guilty of that. But if you're not on the mailing list, hit the website sportscomedyshow.net and get on the mailing list. Um, I only send campaigns out a couple times a month. I don't blast everybody with a bunch of junk. But they're kind of cool to look at. Um, so at any rate, Buffalo, 11-3 wins the East. They are, they are incredible. A good team. And we all know what the story there is. Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs. But they're also deep too. Cole Beasley. They, they, the running game supports the, the throwing game with uh, Moss and Singletary. So Buffalo is definitely going to be exciting to watch in the playoffs. They're not going to get the bye though, which means they're going to have they're going to have a home. They're going to start in week one, and they and they very well could be playing um, either Miami or Baltimore, um, depending who gets in. And I and I I still like Miami, but we'll talk about that in a moment. So it's going to be interesting to see. There's there's no guarantee. Um, Kansas City gets that week bye, which is a big plus. Um, but Buffalo is in the driver's seat as far as things go. Well, they're in the playoffs. They're going to get that first round, that first home game. 
we'll have to see who they play. Looking damn good. Okay, two other teams there on that same level, as I call it. Tennessee and Indy. Now, this here is interesting because Tennessee and Indy are both 10-4, and four, and they're in the same division. Uh, but Tennessee, due to tiebreakers, is uh, ahead of Indy. But they, you know, they're fighting for their division. And you want to win your division because that gets you the home game on that first round. So if you're not the home game, then you then you got to go on the road. And you're going to end up going to either um, to probably Pittsburgh or, or Buffalo. And you don't want to do that. So Tennessee and Indy are fighting. But these two teams are both incredible. We know the story in, in Tennessee. The Tennessee is, is the Derrick uh, Henry show. What can what, you know? What can you not say about him? He's incredible. He is the best rusher in football. He um, he's defying logic from the fact that we now live in a league that is all run and shoot, pass, run and gun, pass this, pass that. But he he is not. He when I say run and gun, I mean pass and gun. But he's a runner, and he comes back from the old days where the you know the football team's got to run, and uh, he does that and. And that's why they're 10 and 4. And uh, he's defying the league because he's saying no running backs can still be the premier spot in the league, not the wide receiver or the quarterback. So Tennessee, 10 and 4, good defense, good team. However, Indianapolis, 10 and 4, better defense. And they too have a running game. Indianapolis, um, you know, it's the Phillip Rivers show. And all year I've been saying it's only a matter of time before he falls off. That hasn't been the case. He hasn't fallen off. The reason he hasn't fallen off is because they don't rely on him. It's not a passing team. The Colts are a running team. Plus, they have the best defense in football from the point that they force turnovers and they get points. Their defense scores points. And that's huge. When you see that, when your defense scores points, that, that changes the complexion. So, I like the Colts. To say the Colts or Tennessee is better than Tennessee, um, I can't say they're better. I'm going to say they're still on that same level, equal. Same with Buffalo. But come the playoffs, I could see any one of these three teams making a big run. Buffalo, Indianapolis, or Tennessee. If you look back to last year, it was Tennessee and it was Derrick Henry, the Derrick Henry show, that brought on the the, the big noise. They won. Uh, they beat the the um, Patriots in in New England, and they won a second game somewhere. Like, it might have been Houston or somewhere. But the bottom line was they went on the road and won two big games, and was one game away from the Super Bowl before falling off. So last year Tennessee made the big noise in the playoff. This year, it, it I think between the three, um, Tennessee, Indianapolis, and Buffalo, one of these teams is going to make a big run. But they got at some point they're going to end up going against Kansas City, and this is the problem for those three teams. Kansas City is just an incredible team. About the best thing we can say, as I already mentioned, is um, without Edwards Hilary, maybe it might make a difference. I don't think so. But this is the playoffs. This is exciting. So there is no guarantee Kansas City walks to the Super Bowl, even though they get that first bye and they're going to have two home games. The road is going to go through Kansas City. Uh, no question about that. So your other teams there, Cleveland, good year for the Cleveland Browns. How cool is this to see the Cleveland Browns back in the playoffs? Um, and, uh, you know, they've got a well-balanced offense. 
Defense gives up a lot of points. That's my concern. And um, I'm not so convinced Cleveland can win the big game. But they're in the playoffs. So, you know, let's see how they do. And then as I talked off, as I started the uh, this AFC theme, the playoff is those last two teams, Baltimore and Miami. Miami on the inside, Cuff, and, and I like them to, to make it instead of Baltimore. And when I think of Miami, when I think of Dolphins, this is what I think of. For those who remember, Flipper was the lovable Dolphins who had his own TV show way back. God, it goes all the way back to the late 60s, even before my time. So for a lot of you young ones, you're like, who the hell is Flipper? Flipper was that magical Dolphin who uh, captured the nation's heart back in the uh, 60s and 70s. But now the Dolphins... Or uh, the Miami Dolphins are your, are your flippers. They uh, they got a chance of getting back into the playoffs here. Again, they got to win these late two games, but they got a good team and they're doing it with running. They um, you know they they got this uh, what's his name Ahmed. Um, the the running back is is running the ball. Tua is throwing the ball, and their defense doesn't. It's got they got a good secondary. They don't give up the long plays, and they can stop the rush. So the I, I like the Dolphins over the Ravens on that final spot. We know what's going on with the Ravens. Lamar's coming around, and as long as he doesn't get cramps, maybe he does get cramps. He does better when he gets cramps because he comes out and wins the game. Now, for those who haven't seen the uh, spoof I did on his cramps, then you really need to head over to the website and go to the video page. Um, I did a minute spoof and uh, put it out on social media and got good responses. Um, if you haven't seen it, sportscomedyshow.net forward slash videos. Um, it's a funny spoof. But anyway, I like the Dolphins to, to make that final round, even though the statistically speaking, everybody thinking the Ravens got a better shot. If you rewind the clock about three weeks ago, two or three, or three weeks ago, the last time I... I talked. To, I did a segment on the uh, playoff pitcher, and it was three weeks ago. So the playoff pitcher was very unclear. I, this was the exact lineup I put. I said I don't think any of these teams are going to change because they were in that same order, believe it or not, at that time. Even though it could possibly happen. So if the Dolphins pull this off, me going back, you know, three weeks ago and, and laying this out, and it comes to pass here, that, that, that's the crystal ball. So I'm going to stick with the Dolphins. Yes, it's an uphill battle. Um, they got to win this week in uh, Las Vegas, and if they do, hopefully in that final week, Buffalo realizes that they're locked into the two position, and they don't have nothing more to play for, so the Dolphins may be able to punch their ticket, and, and um, Baltimore would be on the outside of the cuff. Okay, guys, that has been your, oh, you know what, hold on, we got, as I mentioned, we got football Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So on Friday, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll preview this weekend's game. I'll, I'll keep the five-star pick for Friday. Keep in mind the five-star pick is 
10 and 5. Pretty impressive. I'm going to pat myself on. No, I did that last year. I won't do that again. Um, anyway, so we'll, we'll look at the, this week's preview. Um, so we're two days away from Christmas. This is Christmas Eve's Eve, if that makes sense. Tomorrow is Christmas Eve. Maybe that makes more sense. So, and then Friday is Christmas. We got football starting Friday. So this has been an exciting segment. We've been able to talk about the AFC. I broke it down. I'm going to summarize real quick. Um, Chiefs on that very top level, um, by far the best team in the AFC, the best team in football. Then that next level, you got Buffalo, the Colts, Tennessee, all great teams, all great, all having a good year. Good for them. And then after that, we got the Browns and uh, I'm going to say Dolphins. Get in above the Ravens, and that should complete your uh, AFC conference uh, playoff picture. Okay, guys, let's leave it there for today. I am Paul. This is Sports Talk, served with the side of comedy. Hope you, you liked the show. If you did, um, send out a word to your friends so we can grow the audience and uh, keep it going. Thanks a lot, and have a good day.